I'm finna bang this bitch the fuck out. You better, you might want to record another way. You finna look at history being made. This motherfucker put a mirror on the goddamn screen. Let's go, LP. Huh? Tell. So we gonna do Nick, 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 Nick. Yo, 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 Aiden, do the thing. What's good, creamers? What's good, creamers? Welcome back. Episode 152 of the Half and Half podcast. As always, I am one of your hosts, the Santh Rambas, joined by my co-host, the overworked Aiden Mangan, who needs to <laughs> stick it to the man. How are you, buddy? Well, I think you just said it all. <laughs> overworked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Hopefully a brighter path ahead of me. So um <laughs> not gonna go into details about my job on this show, but uh yeah, definitely uh could use uh some uh some changes at my job. So <laughs> hey, I mean it's when you said brighter paths ahead, that was the most corporate speak thing ever. You're just like gritting <laughs> your teeth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like when someone's being really annoying on a team's meeting and you're just oh, like, Man, goodness. I just want to come off of you and tell them to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Let's circle back to that. Let's circle back to that. Like, sir, this meeting was supposed to end at 12 o'clock and it's 1230 and I haven't eaten any food today. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm a hungry boy over here and I need my I did. I actually did have a meeting at noon today and I I felt destroyed by it because that's usually my lunchtime. I was like, I'm sad right now. Yeah, I I get really mad because um, when like on my calendar. Uh, also, I would just like to say Outlook sucks. Don't like mm. it. Okay. Not designed well to me. Yeah. And also just has issues randomly and it's hard to, uh, whatever. But I will, on my calendar, I'll always block off lunch because I take lunch from like noon to one, like most people yeah, do, I think. Yeah. And I do that because it's like, hey, it doesn't say lunch because I'm worried that like someone might be like, oh, well, it's just lunch, right? So I have it as private. So like when you look at it, it'll yeah, just yeah. say like busy. So I'm yeah. like, okay, hopefully people will not schedule over this. They do. You know? Yeah. For the most part, it of doesn't course, happen. Yeah. Uh, the only stuff, a lot of times the stuff that happens during lunch is like stuff that's like been, it's like a, like a, a webinar or something. And those are things you can just watch later. So it's not yeah. a big deal, yeah. but I've had a couple of times where someone's put something and I'm like, really lunch. And then I think the worst offense was there was a conversation with someone uh, I'm not going to get it specifics, obviously, but there were, mm-hmm. it was like the weekend of a holiday. Like we had Monday off and oftentimes we get like early release usually. So it's like, oh, just like take off at noon because it's Friday before yeah, a long weekend. Yeah. People are out anyway. People yeah, are even even companies out. that don't officially do that, that everybody leaves then. It's, yeah, it's know? like a kind of yeah. like a yeah. It's, if it's not explicit, it's kind of like a everyone kind of gets a thing. Yeah, I yeah. remember this meeting just like went over by like like an hour plus and i was like losing my mind that's awful but it it is amazing because during the weekdays i'm fine with like working past five if i need to get something done usually friday once i worked till about like 5 10 and those like i I, i'm gonna sound very entitled by saying this because i know there's a lot of people that work a lot of hours out there in the world but on the weekends and whatnot yeah sure yeah those last 10 minutes were absolutely excruciating 
Like I was just like, I need to be out of here. Like, yeah, know? when like it's like, time to go, like, it's, it's time supposed to, to be the end of my job. I like, why am I still here on a Friday at five ten? I was like, I need to go. Um, I remember yeah. that one specifically. I was like, this is so like it was like incredibly like I again I fa- I sound like a big whiny baby and I completely recognize that, but. I was just it's like, okay I need to call to out, out like being annoyed by it. I mean, like, even f- like for me, like Monday through Thursday, like I'm still pretty like, hey, like once it's five, it's yeah. done. Yeah. But I will I will bend if I really need to. But like yeah, on yeah. Friday, it's almost like non-negotiable. It's like, leave me alone. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You also well, probably that, have plans this weekend. Go do something and get away that's, from me. That's the thing with me, too. It's like if I'm allowing a little bit of flexibility with like, oh, I'm putting in a little bit more time on the weekdays to like try and make sure that we get everything done on these projects. And then Friday I go past it's like, well, this just sucks. Like, like, why'd I even do all that? You know? Yeah, it's like at that point, I should have just told you to F off all week. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, um, but I say this so no one fires me. Um, <laughs> I I do like my job. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, I like mine too. Yeah. I mean, I also yeah. say this so I don't lose it. But I mean, you can still <laughs> complain about the little annoyances. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, definitely. And everyone says it with, I, you know, we say that with the perspective of it could be worse, but no, that doesn't it, yeah, mean we can't complain. Yeah. Yeah, there are people in this country that have to work like two jobs, even and that's make little wage, too. and it's awful. <laughs> no, it's awful. Yeah, it's that's terrible. And the fact that we have a, that we are in a country that people just can't find jobs all the time to make a livable wage does suck. Um, and that's something that I hope gets addressed. I, I'm I'm honestly I'm happy that despite minimum wage not necessarily being like raised in a lot of these different states like pennsylvania it's still 725 a lot of like bigger companies put the onus on themselves to raise their minimum wage like now yeah. mcdonald's like it's like 15 bucks an hour is the minimum if you go get a job there i think which is fair because anyone complaining yeah. about that has clearly not just tried to like go get like a meal yeah exactly yeah like, <laughs> like it, it's, it's good that it's good that those places like $15 an hour, of course, is not necessarily amazing money or anything. No, it's also but it's yeah, a lot better than 725. It yeah, it's a yeah, lot that's better the thing. than 725. It, people are like, that's so much. And it's like, yeah, the context of like the minimum wage being $7. Yeah, I know. mean, you, you have to remember that like $15 an hour, is 600 bucks a week. Like, that's not like a crazy number, you know? Um, So. Like if you're working a forty hour week, I mean, like so, like it's it's not That's like the thing we're paying too, like people the job money like, for this, like, but pretty... it's still helpful. Yeah, and like the jobs like McDonald's, like you're on your feet all day, you're dealing with people, and those people are not always the best people to deal with all day. And then like you got to go home and take care of whatever personal business you got, and then you got to do it all over again tomorrow. And then yeah. depending on the shift you have, like it's not fun. Um, so you know, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, so, you know, we, we like to lament the state of corporate <laughs> America every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Just a um, bunch of corporate stooges. Corporate. Yes. Yeah, a bunch of guys and ties. Mm-hmm. By the way, Vasant, do you want to know something criminal? What's what, if, what, 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 So minimum wage is seven twenty five, right? Yeah. And there was like an expectation for a while. That's like, no, like McDonald's and all these companies should pay minimum wage, you know, not like. 15 or whatever yeah it's the people who are like oh man they're gonna pay 15 dollars an hour and a burger is gonna cost 15 bucks but jokes on you burgers can cost that much especially if you go to like a (laughs) sit-down restaurant or something yeah do you want to know how much 
seven twenty five. If you work forty hours a week, how much you get a week for taxes? It's gonna be real sad, but to go ahead. Two ninety. Two ninety. Like, like, how would you like? I understand, like, high schoolers and everything. Maybe you're like, oh, high schoolers should make much. Well, like, why not? Why not? You know, yeah, high schoolers whose high parents school like parents. work and they are like doing yeah. well. Yeah, it's like just like put extra a, money put, in your pocket. Put a little cash in our young in our young Americans' pocket, especially if college is so expensive. Help them save up beforehand. Um, but like, could you imagine? Like again, could you imagine two hundred ninety? And this is a reality for a lot of Americans. Like two hundred ninety dollars a week. That's like I'm literally like thinking unreal. through like my budget this, right this, now and thinking about like, just got, this situation just got this this. This conversation just got so serious out of nowhere, by the way. It really but this did. Is like, but it's that real. is that is criminal. Yeah, because I'm that just thinking about insane. like my like obviously like at least when I split stuff, but like I'm just thinking about like even if like if you're solo, it's crazy because I'm thinking about like mm-hmm. what my like okay, one person, but I'm so maybe the half for like an electric bill makes sense when I'm thinking like eighty dollars goes to like the electric bill. Like I'm thinking like electric yeah. bill, uh you might have to pay for water depending on where you live. Uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> groceries run you a, a bunch. And then people are always like, ah, oh, these people who work these jobs, like why don't they just like improve their lives? And it's like in $290 a week, if mm-hmm. you were getting paid a bit of wage, where is the money to yeah. go to the gym yeah. or pay for some sort of membership to something that gives you enrichment? I haven't even mentioned the elephant in the room of oh I don't know paying rent. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Two ninety like, a week times four. Let's say like round up. Let's be nice and say like you're making three hundred dollars. That's twelve hundred dollars a month before taxes. Before, before taxes. Tax. And even with let's say that let's say like taxes for some reason didn't apply to you and you had twelve hundred dollars. There's a lot of places where like you live where like you're losing like two thirds of that. Yeah, easily to yeah. rent. If you're lucky. Oh my gosh. Like rent is so expensive now. And before you know it, you don't even have enough money to buy VC to upgrade your player in 2K. <laughs> That's the real trend. I'm happy you brought it back. <laughs> a shooting guard <laughs> who can't shoot threes yeah, on that's the pro am team. That's crazy. Um... Tough. <laughs> but no, it's 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 I got really V-box. Like it's 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 weird, right? Because yeah, like you said, like awful. yeah, like we yeah. lament, we complain about like the little annoyances at work or the real problems at work and it's good yeah yeah by the way to do that like if there's is an issue at work that you think is worth bringing up to like a superior you should mm-hmm. um yeah because you know you're getting paid to do work but that doesn't mean you have to be miserable doing it but like you know i think about all the complaints and stuff that i can have sometimes and like sometimes like and it, once again it comes from a position of privilege but there's things that stress me out financially but then Sometimes you take a step back and think about the person who's just like, they work like a fast food job, maybe two jobs, fast food, retail, whatever. Like, yeah, it's brutal. Like, and then the people who are like, back, you know, the classic back in my day, I could like take a big chunk out of the cost of college. Mm -hmm. You're not working a full 40 if you're in college. And if you manage to do that, $290, you're paying for like two textbooks. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And I I was going to say another thing too, this is like, part of the reality too a lot of these places they don't want to hire people full-time because if you do full-time 40 hours you have to pay like health benefits things like that too right time yeah yeah exactly and like so for example like i used to work at gross like you let people have listened to the show for a while and people that know me they know i worked at this one grocery store for about like five years yeah you worked um, in the customers facing you know retail yeah role. well <laughs> cashier <laughs> Well, I'm saying like you have to deal Cashier with people and, produce, and all those sort yeah, of things. Yeah, in the meat counter. Yeah, those are the three things I did. So 
but yeah, yeah, I do a bunch of like customer facing stuff. But there was one guy, he's a good guy, uh, Chris. He, um, and I only use his name because he's a good guy, and you know, I'm not saying anything bad about him. But he told me that um, he was working there because he used to like work at I think like Walgreens or something, and they like just would like do whatever they could to not give their people full time, you know. Like, oh, like you can work 38 hours here, but not 40. That way they don't have to pay the benefits and things like that. Meanwhile, my company was, or like not my company, the grocery store I worked at was like much more willing to give out 40 hour and benefits to people. So it, he was like, this is pretty rare that grocery stores will do that. And it's like, that's like such a reality for Americans too, is that like you might work like for a place, you might have multiple jobs, but between those multiple jobs, you might not even have health care. Yeah, golly. and this is like like and all of the stuff we've talked about. Like, God forbid, oh shit, I need to see a doctor. <laughs> you know, something comes up, or oh, you get sick, you can't work. You know? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So, it's just one of those things, man. It's not right. It really got isn't. really serious in here really quick. Yeah, that's what we're bantering <laughs> about. We we we've been gone Life's for a little tough, bit man, for a week guess, or two, and we know. come back. Yeah. Um, I don't, how do we bring this back to something lighter? Uh, well, if you have nothing else to banter about, I think you have like a pretty good segue, actually. Do you have a good segue? I mean, good, like, I'm starting to depress myself about the state of things here. So, like, you, you go ahead, man. I think so. So, okay. uh, let, let, let's, let's bring it back. Right. So, McDonald's current wage, right? How much are you making a week? Like $600? Yeah. Just about. Well, that's really good because, well, actually, well, there's sort of a good and bad to this thing that I'm about to describe mm -hmm. to you, right? So I imagine okay, you make $600 a week. Let's say you get that $600 a week, right? Yeah. You know, you're you're real. Actually, no, to make this to make this more funny and miserable, we're going to go with the minimum wage employee. So scratch that, you're making okay. $1,200 a month. Um, okay. And you're like, oh, man, I got my $1,200. You, you evaded taxes on your Wesley Snipe shit minus the going to jail part. And... You're like, okay, I got to, you know, pay for rent. I got to pay for this. I got to pay for that. The nice thing about having $1,200 is mm -hmm. 1200 is greater than 400 So you have $400. What are you going to do with that $400? You're going to spend $400 to get um NFL Sunday ticket. And you're going to spend that $400 <laughs> to get an NFL Sunday ticket because football brings you joy. And even though you work this shitty, you know, a job with shitty conditions, your manager's annoying, you deal with dickheads all day, and it's just exhausting, your feet hurt. But that $400 brings football into your life and allows you to watch your precious, precious Denver Broncos. You sit down. It's Sunday. You're oh, excited. God, the team has struggled week one and week two, but there have been moments. Russell Wilson and the offense look significantly better than last year. And the defense, while not as good as last year's, seems to have a bit of life into it. You're going up against the Miami Dolphins. The Patriots did a decent job holding them down, so maybe using that tape, your team's learned something. Maybe this is a let Russ cook week. And before you know it, the final score is 70 to 20, and you have to go into work tomorrow to work the morning shift. This is America. This is football. This is the life of a Denver Broncos fan. That was horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And what does oh that tie into? God. It ties into our... First and probably maybe we'll see main we'll say segment pretty of the much episode. our main our main yeah. segment of the episode yeah we haven't done it in a long time it is everyone's favorite dishonorable award the crying over spilled milk award oh god damn it what happened I spilled some milk. Mm -hmm. 
You heard this thing. Let's get into it. That segue ties in to the like funniest of the four because it's like the least serious worst of the week. And it is yeah. Mike McDaniel, head coach of the Miami Dolphins. Is it Mike McDaniels or McDaniel? McDaniel. McDaniel. No S. I believe. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like that's not very common. I feel like it's all you was it? A McDaniels. I, I agree, especially because there is a McDaniels as head coach in the NFL as well. Oh, and he sucks anyway. <laughs> so he, I guess he's he he's probably getting fired <laughs> well they can't afford to fire him they remember? can't afford to fire them yeah but that's the best job security they cannot literally afford to get rid of you because okay yeah that's that's crazy that the raiders i think they're still paying gruden's contract they are i think that's part of it because of the because fi- they fired him like three years into a 10-year deal because of racism <laughs> yeah my team would never sign a coach to a really long-term deal never never you guys never, never do that, do that. I do want to point out something about the Panthers because obviously we're being sarcastic about it. It is wild that you guys gave Matt Rule, I think it was like a six, seven-year contract, something like that, because you were like, we can't lose him to the Giants. <laughs> and now we're both losers, so look at exactly. Where we're at. Yeah, we we both missed on that head coaching season, but at least the Giants didn't sign Joe Judge to like a seven-year contract. I think yeah. it was like three or four. So it's not that bad. That's true. So you've got that going for you. But Mike McDaniel is the head coach of the Miami Dolphins, a team that absolutely fucking blitzed the Denver Broncos at uh in Miami on Sunday, hung 70 points. As as someone as someone who the Dolphins are the second favorite football team. This was beautiful. I loved every moment of this. And you you're more of a football knower than I am. Have you ever like have you ever seen a team just like drop points like this before? Never. Yeah, actually, I have. When I played Madden, <laughs> that, like, <laughs> it was that's a video the only game. Moment. Yeah. Oh, that video game numbers, man. It's for real. It's, it it's is nuts. Truly absurd. It's also kind of cool from a turnaround perspective because didn't the Dolphins get like fifty six dropped on them by the Ravens during Lamar's MVP run? Oh yeah, that that first week it, it was Brian Flores' first season. He like his first game as the head coach. I, I think I think you're right. It was like 56. And that was like the oh my god, Lamar's awesome now. Yeah, that was his coming out party. We were all like, okay, yeah, Lamar's great. So we know and at home. Uh, I don't know if he was at Baltimore, but I say at home, like he's from Florida too. So yeah, yeah. But it's kind of cool they've got to flip down. They're the ones who get to dunk on another team. And 70 yeah. points is crazy. I was watching Red Zone on Sunday, which if you don't know, Red Zone just like flicks around to games when something interesting it's, happens. It is you get to avoid the most beautiful. It is one of the most beautiful inventions ever. I love Red you, Scott Zone. Hansen. is incredible. Thank you, but, Scott Hansen. Thank you, Scott. But it's incredible because like literally any time they cut to the game, it was just Miami scoring again and yeah. again and yeah. again. And Mike McDaniel is not worst of the week because, like, oh, man, he put up 70. That's humiliating. Hey, look, man, you don't want to get dunked on? Play better defense. I mean, like, legitimately. Our worst of the the week isn't even the Broncos or Sean Payton or anyone over there. But you go ahead, Vassan. Even though that's not – you can argue that, too, because that is really bad. But go ahead, Vassan. So – and keep in mind that the Broncos only scored like 13 points on offense. The the other seven came off like a punt return, like when the game was already like kick, 60. Kick off, kick off return touchdown. That was it. I felt so bad for the guy who did it too, because he couldn't even be excited. No, no. Nah, 
like it feels good and you're like okay maybe it's a I'm career gonna, moment for him to like, just yeah, to have you know, that like, hey maybe this will put eyes on me as a special teams player at the very least you know, yeah from his really... personal benefit yeah good thing but like yeah so the reason mike mcdaniel's worst of the week is because i think the re- i saw like people back and forth but i think the official number for most points scored by an nfl team in a regular season game is 72 yeah I think you're correct. And it was like ages ago. It was like in the 1950s, I think, was what yeah. I saw. It, I think it was actually, I think it was a Super Bowl, actually. Or not a Super Bowl, like an NFL championship. I'd be so, that'd be so lit to drop. Yeah, I'll, I'll double check. I'll, I'll fact check that, but I think that's true. Okay, aided by a personal PFFF guy. PFF, yeah. multiple Fs, too many Fs. But, so Miami scores, keep in mind, Miami's got the backups in and they, Mike White of all people's in there and he throws a touchdown and it's it goes from like you know it goes up to 70 to 20 and Miami has the ball and they're in field goal range and it's like a very it would be a very short field goal it's like an easy chip shot kind of deal and Mike McDaniel yeah. and the Dolphins didn't take it because they wanted to show class and not chase a record it's not chasing it man you're literally right there you might as well do it no, I, I mean, I agree. I agree. And the idea that you're not embarrassing them. They're humiliated. You already beat them 70 to 20. Yeah. Also, you want to know so, how bad they beat them? No. I, so a lot of people listening may have watched this game because they're Swifties, but the Chiefs and the Bears played each other, right? At one point, the Chiefs had shut out the Bears and were up 41 to zero, and it still yeah. wasn't as bad of an ass whooping as what the Dolphins did to the Broncos with 70 to 20. Just absolutely insane. The, the, the Chiefs benched their quarterback in the third quarter of that game. Yeah, because Andy Reid always does most... that. He benches yeah. people early all the time. And that somehow was not the most humiliating loss. Blaine Gabbard threw I, two picks. Also, I just want to say I was correct. you want to know why? Why? In December 8th, 1940, the Chicago Bears actually – Beat the Washington redacted <laughs> 73 to nothing in the NFL championship game. To nothing is crazy. In the championship game. Washington that was is, lit that day. Woo-hoo. No, it was the Bears beat Washington. Oh my bad. <laughs> yeah, Washington was horribly upset how the, that day. How the Bears, how the Bears have really turned from their era yeah. of well, I mean, that's back. Before, that's probably back before like forward passing was it? The Bears haven't been good since pre-segregation America. I'm afraid <laughs> the Bears. You want to know why the Bears are bad? It's because they put up 73 nothing on a team in 1940 when you can only run the ball. So now they've never had a good quarterback because they don't believe in passing the football. <laughs> Their franchise is built on a culture of passing isn't important. Good defense and running the football, that's and they the have nothing. They have they none have of nothing. that. They have none of it. Oh man, the, the, this isn't about the Bears, even though it could be about the Bears. <laughs> it it's about not about the Bears. Bears. But yeah, Mike McDaniel wins worst of the week because I find the class thing just to be kind of lame. Because, like you said, you beat him yeah. 70 to 20. If it was about respect, you would have just like stopped trying to score. Yeah, you, you would have had your people just taking knees like on the one yard line already. Yeah, um, and here's the other thing too. Like, I think, and it, yeah, I guess it's because we're both younger, but like, I find the class argument in sports. I agree. Being a good sport, showing sportsmanship, important. But, like, it's stuff like this. is like maybe don't get 70 dropped on your head. Yeah. How about that? Don't let Robbie 
Chosen Anderson. No, no, you got that wrong. His name is now Robbie Chosen. My bad. A man who changed his name to be Robbie Chosen. Maybe oh, actually, don't there, there there there's a whole lore to this. Let me let me find you you keep going, but let me find it. A man who changed his name to have the word chosen in it is scoring touchdowns on you. He doesn't even get to he's not a starter. You know? Like, yeah, no, he's not. He's a bench player at this point. Yeah, so it's just crazy to me that like that it's like, oh well, we're showing class. Like, you know, we've spared them the humiliation of 73 to 20. The only people who gain anything from that are just like it's cool for your players, it's cool for your team and your staff to have that record. A testament to like like obviously 70 is still crazy, and people are gonna be talking about it like all season, and it'll probably like be in people's minds for a while. What? But 73 what? is cool, it goes on a record book, and once again. It, like the Broncos are humiliated at this point, regardless. Like 73 to 20, yeah. 70 to 20, it's all the same for them. But let's let's also just add in the fact that Mike McDaniel goes in a press conference and basically says, We took pity on Yeah, it's sad, it's more humiliating opponent. anyway. It's like that is so, a little yeah. That is so humiliating felt for another too bad. Team. We couldn't we couldn't give ourselves the satisfaction of a record because we felt too bad. Yeah, for that's that shitty crazy. team. By the way, the the lore that I found, I you want to know the Robbie Anderson to chosen Anderson path? Sure, go ahead. And then we're probably we're pretty much done. He's on worst of the yeah. week, kind of as a joke because I mean, yeah, his team put up seventy. It's incredible, but he gets a crying over spilled milk nomination because he wanted to be classy after beating the brakes off of yes. the team. Okay, so born Robbie Anderson, R O B B Y Anderson. Yeah. In 2022, he legally modified his name to Robbie Anderson, R-O-B-B-I-E Anderson, okay? Yeah. In February 2023, he then again legally changed his name to Chosen Anderson. He later adjusted this to make Chosen his last name and returned to using Robbie, R-O-B-B-I-E, as his first name. Man doesn't know what he wants with his name. It's so okay. he went from Robbie Anderson to Robbie Anderson to Chosen Anderson to Robbie Chosen. To Robbie Chosen. <laughs> <laughs> Which honestly, Robbie Chosen, kind of hard. I will give. I'm him waiting that. for. I'm. I'm waiting for Robbie Anderson Chosen. Robbie Chosen Anderson. Anderson yeah, like Chosen Robbie. He just keeps permuting his names. <laughs> just hyphenate. Just more hyphens. Let's just put a bunch of hyphens in there. Um, Robbie hyphen Robbie with an I hyphen or sorry Robbie with a Y hyphen Robbie IE chosen <laughs> Robbie Robbie Anderson. chosen <laughs> yeah Robbie Robbie, Robbie Ryan chosen, chosen Anderson. Anderson I don't know man I like that but there we go Mike McDaniel you're on here because be cool like yeah come on you know that time you vaped on the sideline be cool just go yeah. for the record the humiliation's already happened it's done yeah absolutely. Anyway, but we'll step away from the way to sports because I'm pretty sure the next three are like political slash political adjacent. In terms yeah, of the what, people what, involved. Yeah, I they're they're not all necessarily political. Um, they're not political like the they revolve. Yeah, they revolve around people who are either politically active or politicians. Yeah. Um, which one are we doing next? Do we want to do um, Matt Walsh next? Do Matt Walsh. Let's do Matt Walsh. Let's do Matt Walsh. Okay. Yeah, let me find his take again real quick. So I had it pulled up. My loss, like some of these people could be on here like anytime we do this because they probably have oh, said yeah, at yeah. least it's... one incredibly dumb and offensive and like just awful thing. 
this, this is the is last just, time we did it. Th- this is just a case of Matt Walsh finding me at the right time, you know? Because we're pulling his way to the he finds his way to the nomination stage, you know. Exactly. Um, so Matt Walsh, if you don't know Matt Walsh, he is how should I describe him? A vile man. (laughs) Uh, he is is a part, he is a human being. He's a human being, correct? He's a human being. He is a very far right wing, uh, very religious uh political commentator and it's fine to be conservative it's fine to be religious both these things are fine but his approach to it is very hateful and antagonistic and wrong in my opinion he's just an asshole and then acts like surprised or uses like the fact people don't like being like talked down to or attacked or having someone promote bad ideology that like would negatively impact anyone yeah he just takes all that like backlash as like justification that he is like poked a nerve of like the woke left and matt walsh is a very like serious and smart thinker right and what clearly he has a beard and glasses aiden yeah exactly he's got a beard and glasses yeah so very serious smart thinkers they do things like on their political or pretty much a politics show do a um six minute follow-up to a monologue which i don't even know how long the original monologue was on body counts as they're called and if people don't know what body count is it's the like hip word i guess i sound like an old man but it's the word a lot of people use to describe um how many people you've had sex with and we'll it's get very into that antiquated it is very people, antiquated. we'll, get into, we'll, we'll get into that part of the discussion as well but I didn't go and watch this monologue because why would I? <laughs> like, honestly, I have to make choices for between the show and self-care. And I choose self-care a lot of the times. So, <laughs> but Matt did tweet a little summary of his monologue. He said, yesterday, I explained why men care about a woman's body count. Many people responded that a high body count for men are just as much of a red flag. That's not true at all. It is, in fact, worse for women than for men. I explain why here. So we don't need to hear stopping here. He is stopping there. kind of cooking in the sense that <laughs> from a perception. No, no, because like it's one of those things like, you know, like Elise and I have talked about this before, where some of these talking heads, they almost like they in a weird way, they somehow almost find themselves at like the answer. But then they just swerve at the last second. Right. OK, because if you just please, take please that explain. piece, well, at that piece, <laughs> yeah. right. When it comes to body counts, it's been it's always been worse for women because a woman with a high body count gets perceived in a way more negative light than a dude with a yes. high body count. A dude with yes, a high yes. body count probably receives some form of positive feedback, yeah. adulation, admiration, whatever. But I I will say to just be I'm not like saying he's saying about, that. I, I'm I, just saying he's not saying that. We know took that, that you're like we, okay, well maybe if. If this wasn't Matt Walsh and we already knew he's an awful person, if this yeah. was anyone else, it's like, oh, well, if you're talking about perception, then yeah, it's, it is worse for women because people give them way more shit for the same thing. But men can get away with it. And it's almost like a cool yeah. thing for them. Yeah. And it's again, the way I know that Matt isn't doing this is because it's he says Matt that Walsh. <laughs> he, he's talking. Well, it's Matt Walsh. And the fact that he says many people respond that high body counts for men are just as much of a red flag. And that's not true. So he said that a high body count and I is like, a red flag. This word, very antiquated, but he said that high body counts of women are 
red flags. Yeah, he's already he's admitting saying, that. So, like, I'm saying, like, yeah, if you just take exactly. that, like, piece so. in the thing where he says, like, it's wor- body count rhetoric is worse for women or whatever, that piece yeah. on its own could be something. But unfortunately, he is a moron and, is, and he included yes. all the other stuff. So, and so, Vasant, let's just start with the whole idea of body count, right? You're stupid. Just, it's stupid. I agree. It has, like, and this, like, and I know it's like actually it's funny I'm saying this because I know it's like a meme that like men yeah. think about the Roman Empire all the time, but yeah. it has like this M- Roman Empire conquests Mongolian you know Genghis Khan sort of for, thing where it's like for men yes for men that's what I'm saying like the, when people talk about it with men right like it always yes. feels like oh I, it's like I picked up another one like you know body count yeah. is you know it sounds like you're like when you kill people you have a body count yeah. right yeah. It's like you picked up another one, but in the man and like uh, to, when it comes to men, it's perceived as like like an it's like an empire thing. It's like another conquest, you know. Yeah. First of all, it's like reducing these human beings to like numbers and objects and things to be conquered, mm-hmm. which is yeah. not good. Which is not good, absolutely. Yeah, and then on top of that, it has like that sort of vibe for guys, but like when it's a girl, it's just like oh, she's a slut. That's yeah. basically what it often comes yeah. down to. And body count, by the way, just makes things sound so, like, impersonal. I think body counts too. are dumb in general. Now, like, look, yeah. if someone is curious, if it's a conversation you're having, it's like, oh, well, how many people yeah, have yeah. you slept I with? Think, sure. Yeah. You want to talk about it, I you want to talk about it. But I think between two partners, for example, I think the conversation about how many sexual partners you've had and what your sexual history is like is an important one. And I do think that, again, I just so like a man might not be comfortable dating someone that a woman that has a like i'll say a sexual history with a lot of different partners right but vice the the same is true of women to men a a woman might not be comfortable with a male partner with a bunch of sexual partners yeah and i past. think what comes down to that preference these are, too yeah, yeah go ahead. these are these are decisions that are personal and made between two people and you're allowed to say that that's not something I want rather be a case of being like that person is more experienced than me or that's not lifestyle that I typically. That's what I was going to get at. And I think it's like the idea, like that is a preference, but like you should never direct that, like sort of the implications of that preference outward. Right. Cause like you said, they're more experienced and I'm newer to like being intimate and that makes me uncomfortable or, you know, maybe their sexual history is indicative of like, just like, you know, being more extroverted, they're like going out a lot, whatever. And those are other things that'll just come up in conversation anyway. And that's not something you're comfortable with. But in all of these instances, it is because you are not comfortable with it for your reasons. It's not, oh, they're a whore and they're going to cheat on me. That's the problem. You as a person are allowed to be uncomfortable with another, like you're not, well, let me rephrase that, but you as a person are allowed to pass on making someone a sexual or romantic partner because of their past that's perfectly your choice but to shame based on that is wrong it's okay to say that i don't want a partner with a with a long sexual history or i want a partner with a more experienced sexual history both of those things are fine and valid but once you shame people for it you want to start pointing the finger at people instead of just like and you know realizing yeah or like confronting it's like well why do i have this you know like all of this stuff yeah, comes yeah. back to you in the minute it stops doing that and it starts being and pushed outward onto other people like you're wrong for having a long sexual history or you're a loser yeah. for not having a long one or whatever we've and, entered just like yeah. morally 
bad territory. Yeah, and to, to bring like religion into it as well, right? You can sure. say, and again, this is something about being like, all right, because of my religious background, I don't want someone who treats sex as more like, let's say, recreational, right? Mm-hmm. Where they just they they have sex because it's fun, and this person wants to have sex with someone because they love them, and there's a difference in how they approach sex, right? Mm-hmm. that's fine to say you don't want to do that perfectly okay and that's a fine decision to make um but again things also have to be fair too because as matt points out in here by his own opinion women get the worst brunt of blowback for having more sexual partners historically to this day it's just a fact and that's unfair because again a man is encouraged to go out sleep around and we're not saying anything that nobody hasn't said already but a man is encouraged to go out there and sleep around meanwhile if a woman does it she's shamed for it and it's wrong so it's not just about shame like it's wrong to shame someone for their sexual history that is true but it is even more wrong to shame a specific group of people for their sexual history you know yeah because you're like feeding into stuff that's already unfortunately exactly at and at that point, you're you're being you're being mean, you're being rude, and on top of that, you're being sexist, racist, whatever other thing too. You're projecting your own insecurity on in that point. You, are, you have absolutely. a reason for not liking someone's sexual history or their relationship with intimacy or whatever, but you're yeah. pointing it at them when it's it's you. You have that preference for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. That's for you to figure out, or you might know and you're fine with it, and you're just accepted that. That's who you are. But yeah. that person also has a right to have their preference. They like sleeping around. They don't care. They have a lot of sexual partners or have a like a long yeah. history. That doesn't. They don't care about that sort of thing. They're also yeah. allowed to have those preferences, you know. And it's it, 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 it with dating in general. It goes like to me like preferences are things that you have, but like, and we're not getting the race stuff is out of bounds yeah, here yeah. because that stuff yeah, yeah. is weird yeah. and fetishy. Um, yeah. But, like, your preferences are fine until you start using them to demean people who don't meet them. Yes. And, like you said, you're feeding into that rhetoric. And the thing with, you know, like I said, in a vacuum, if we just isolated part of Matt Walsh's statement, he's talking about a very real cultural phenomenon. But knowing him, he was, like, sort of saying, this is, it's almost like with him... Oh, and I'm just assuming because I haven't seen the I don't know what his full whatever is and who really cares. But yeah. people like him tend to feed into like traditionalism. So it's like, oh, mm-hmm. well, women have always gotten a bad rap for having a lot of sexual partners. So that's just how it is. And that's the case. Yeah, I, I'm sure that there's something about this is the typical argument I'll see from people in the Walsh type school of thought. I'll say is that the more sexual partners a woman has, the more she gets devalued, essentially. Yeah, but like it's a, for like some a, reason now. Once again, a woman has become like a fucking yeah. car or something. Exactly, and then for some reason, that same standard does not apply to men with many sexual who are cool well. and like conquerors yes. and dominant. They're alpha. They're they're James Bond. You know, that's what how they're seen. And women, they're not seen as Jane Bond. Basically, that's what I would say. Yeah, they're Bond yeah. girls essentially. Yeah. It's, it's not even because. I like I just they get disrespected, but we have less than that. Let's go. We'll flip to the next one. We'll continue. Yeah, well, you know what? We, we can. I mean, if you have another, if we're kind of just we'll, we'll just like... we'll, we'll just we'll wrap it up on the next one. Okay, yeah, okay. Time. We'll take yeah, a pause. So... We'll wrap this one up, and we'll get yeah. into our next nominees. 
And we are back. Uh, came up a little bit on time on the last call. So let's go ahead and wrap, I guess, on the Matt Walsh nomination here. I mean, yeah. also another thing, too, is like what he's doing, like I said, about like traditionalism or whatever. He's like peddling this idea that like you mentioned, like the whole value thing, which you hear a lot. It's the whole mm -hmm. like he's like he's doing it under the guise of like ladies men can get away with this but if you do this it'll you're less pure people will like you less i'm trying to help you and it's like yeah. why don't you look in the mirror and think why is it that women have to worry about this but dudes can just do this and it's like you're cool you're an alpha you're like like you said james bond you're like you're the man but yeah. if you're a woman you're just like easy and open for business and then you might, you might want to you might want to throw a content warning before they pick up on this part but yeah um, go ahead well content yeah. warning we are talking about yeah. sort of like just sexual yeah, yeah. you know harassment rape but like when that stuff happens to women there's always like a subset of dickheads who are like well like was she being easy was she leading him on mm -hmm. and then like maybe yeah. stuff comes out about her life and you find out that i don't know she has like a long history of dating and or sleeping with different people or whatever yeah. And then that gets you just like, oh, well, th that's just the kind of person she is. And you open yourself. It's like what sex workers deal with when, you know. Yeah, yeah. And why yeah, it, know, it's, they should get, the, they should there, get there are cases. Get protections. It's the same stuff here. Yeah. Well, again, again, the, we're getting to a conversation a bit outside of the original purview. But it is true that, yeah, there are cases where there are people who are victims of sexual violence. And then people immediately go like, oh, well, what was their sexual history? And well, that's what I'm, I, I'm saying out, like, it's related because it yeah. starts with this type of shit where like you're just shitting you're just fucking around with your boys and like oh my god can't believe she slept with so many people you know what a whore like you know you're just like shit yeah you know and or you're talking about how many people you slept with using things like body count whatever which once again feels a bit dehumanizing to the people you slept with yeah but i'm you saying like there a is a yeah, yeah just, there's like a slippery slope where this that type of thought like that that type of thinking can up will like rear its ugly head at like someone's worst moment when yeah. they're a victim yeah. of something truly awful yeah you know so yeah. i'm just, like that's, that's we true. don't need this is already out there we don't need it peddled more yeah you know absolutely and like i said matt walsh could be on here for a myriad of things but he happened mm -hmm. to show up on your feed and he was saying this bullshit and this is the most to me like body count and the way people talk about sex with women versus men is incredibly childish and lazy and if you listening have your preferences but maybe are thinking now and seeing that maybe you have like pushed those on to other people and pointed the finger at them you need to check yourself because you can have the preference but it needs to stay with you it doesn't mm -hmm. leave you it doesn't get to go attach itself to someone else and like make them look worse or better or whatever so. yeah definitely yeah, I know that got uh, a little more dark, but like I just want to point out like how like this yeah. stuff like it starts like goofy locker room talk, right? As they call mm -hmm. it, but it can get to a pretty bad place. So better to nip it in the bud than you know. Yeah, I agree. Whatever. Uh, so yeah, that's that's the conversation about Matt and the body counts and everything. And he continues to be a scumbag, and he continues to oh, be yeah, a perennial yeah. contender to be on the list whenever we do yeah. this segment. Ge genuinely, I think. <laughs> Out of all the weird, like far right political talk people, I think he might be one of the most sinister. Honestly, just because we, of we, that's a that's everything. a cursed tier list. But it's that like, is a cursed tier list. If we ever want to pull, it's that like together. political grifters. But like the top yeah. tier is like the worst. Sean Hannity gets a 
pass. <laughs> hand hand these hand he's just kind of dumb. That's like his biggest. That's yeah, his biggest the bottom sound. tier is like you're just dumb. dumb. Like you're not actually yeah. grifting or trying to like you know like you know use your, your people top your in their top lives. tier. Yeah, your top tiers are your Matt Walsh's, your Stephen I guess Crowder. your Crowders, probably your Alex Joneses. Um, but your bottom is just someone like Sean Hannity. Cool. Who's just like, yeah, he's who got dumb. mad at Starfield. <laughs> Oh, that guy! <laughs> Should have put him on here. Throwdowns, throwdowns. <laughs> that's so bad, dude. Literally, a, a game I, again. That's not even a nominee for this, but that could have been the whole thing. Um, that Twitch streamer that went on a whole rant because a video game asked, "Oh, what's your gender?" as part of the game, basically. And the memes are so funny because, like, the well, people are ideology coming... in my video game. It's like I don't, it's... dude. Pokemon asked me if I was a boy or yeah, a yeah. It was it Justin? Like, like, is it Wang or Zhang? Yeah. I forget the guitarist Wang, guy. Yeah. Wang, yeah. Yeah, he posted the Professor Oak screenshot where he's like, "Are you a boy or girl?" <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Like, just quick aside, like I think it's so really funny. funny to get mad about that because he was saying like that it breaks realism and you're bringing politics into this, and it's like, yeah. you know, like motherfuckers playing Final Fantasy, fighting monsters, and playing as a super jacked guy yeah. with like a massive sword. But what breaks yeah. the realism is if they ask you if you'd like to be referred to as he, she, or they. Like, Great, it's wild, wild. You are a space explorer. In like you, a fictional you might, universe, this might not even be a non-binary thing. You might just be an alien. It'd be that. Like you you're know? not even a human. You might, you you might be part of an alien species that does not conform to the gender binary on Earth. Like, yeah. Motherfuckers making destiny characters who are like cyborg warlocks or whatever. But th- yeah. th- what really breaks the immersion is when they ask me how I would like to be addressed. <laughs> exactly. So so silly. So silly. But um, yeah, we're that's not one of our nominee. Honorable mention for that guy. Though. Honorable <laughs> mention for that guy, though. That was that was because he legitimately good. was crying. That like that's the he was epitome so of crying over spilled milk. Yeah, he was so mad. If we make a trophy, oh, we'd gosh. probably get a season assist. But if we actually made like a little trophy, I kind of want it to be his head, but like gold. Pronouns. <laughs> oh man, I love that. Uh, but okay, yeah. So the next one, do we want to talk about uh Menendez? Do yeah, money bags Menendez, as I put money in the notes. Menendez. Okay, so we might need to make this guy Big president. M- let's let's start with there. Let's start with there. He might, he probably should be president. Um, Bob Menendez. <laughs> Bob Menendez is a senator from New Jersey. He's been a senator since two thousand six. So he's been, he's been around. You know, God, yeah, that man's been sticking around. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He is 69 years old, so in the government world, he's a spring chicken. And he's, <laughs> he's not started staring into the void. <laughs> no, no. He, his brain, it's still mostly there. So, you know, he's, he, he can hold on to his senatorship. He uh, actually, he got caught in a corruption scandal a few years ago. I, I don't know enough details about that first corruption scandal to tell you too much about it, but... Let's just say this. If you get caught in one corruption scandal, you should probably take and let you hold on to your senatorship. You should probably take that as a warning. I should be less corrupt in the future because now this is probably a pretty tenuous thing that if I wasn't in a blue state, they wouldn't have forgiven this one time. And I'm not saying that because, oh, the Dems love corruption. I'm saying it in the sense that he was a Democrat in a blue state. Same thing with like a Republican in a red state. Yeah. 
we'll talk about another Republican later um, in this one. We're we're fair and balanced, like Fox News, right, Hassan? <laughs> yes, we are. Do you know? Do you know that was a uh, Fox's slogan for a long time? Fair. I don't know if well, that's what everyone. I mean, like it's kind fair of a precursor to just like really how funny. Matt Walsh and like people who just like advocate for like the for with for stuff that will result in it's, you know it's, people getting yeah, killed. Or it's abuse. just logic, guys. I'm just yeah, using you know, logic. like yeah. warrior of truth or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The people who were a little too into speech and debate have gotten Twitters, and it, it's really just yeah. You know, I do love the there. Fox Fair and Balance thing because I grew I grew up in a Fox News household, so I would. Just it is hear funny that like they kept fair that. and balanced. I was like, I don't know about that. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe there was like an era where like it had like it, it moderate with the right leading, maybe. But like, it's just funny how like it, it that was true. a slogan they, for a network that has slowly just descended into the to, to just Sean Hannity being their big guy. Uh, but no, it is true. It was fair and balanced at one point. They did have a single show with a Democrat at one point. So, uh, well, it was Hannity and Combs, I think, was the show. Yeah, Hannity and Combs. Uh, Alan Combs was the other guy and he was a dem and the whole idea of that show was just it's a debate between the dem and the republican prime time you know and now they would they would never do anything like that again they have like one designated dem on the five now that kind of rotates between two a few people I think but outside that they would never do one that prominently features a dem like that again yeah um, but the uh unless Tulsi Gabbard was no she left the left actually she did the whole thing about that I'm getting off topic here Bob Menendez <laughs> Bob was he is a senator he was caught in a corruption scandal at one point like I said you would think you would take that as a warning to be like I should be less corrupt in the future but Bob doubled down <laughs> which is incredible and he got raided recently i believe by the fbi and they went to his house and they found not one hundred thousand dollars of cash was on which what do you think is like if you if how much money in cash do you think someone needs to have in their in their house before it's suspicious and i mean in cash too that's it's the picture is crazy <laughs> yeah but like how how much cash do you think is too much cash where it's suspicious I'm asked. I want your opinion. My opinion, okay, because the yeah. picture we definitely had surpassed cash terror. Like we we had passed yeah. the territory. Just if I it, if just think if you walked into a house and there was this much money on the table, how much would it be till you? Not were on the table in a jacket in the coat closet. Um, but let's just let's just start with the table. <laughs> I'm walking in the house and there's like 50 bands on the table. That's crazy. Um, but no, I mean 50 50k. Just, like, <laughs> just sitting around, like seriously, yeah. I just like find it maybe just like it's in the closet or something yeah like it, it's just there yeah like a couple of wrinkled hundred dollar bills is like whatever even like a thousand yeah. i'm just like okay that's like maybe a secret rainy day fund or whatever yeah yeah i don't know like it's hard to say but i feel like once we get like to 10k i'm like okay what the what kind of walter white operation are we running here yeah i'd argue take... it's probably before that but yeah okay let's well let's like go with 10. 10k i think 10k 10K is definitely like, okay, man, like, why we got 10 bands just hanging out in grandma's dresser? Like, what's going on? Now, imagine if you had 10 times $46,000 lying around. 
in that's cash, a pyramid, all in dog. hundreds, all in hundreds. That's like in the wall. It's like, buy. You gotta like yeah. take a crowbar to the drywall. And, just... and not not only that, but the money is lined in suit jackets and in envelopes with your name on it. <laughs> yeah, that, that was what I was saying. I think like a lesser amount of money, like even if it's like two thousand dollars, if like two thousand dollars of like I don't know, like I grab a coat out the closet, and I notice that there's two thousand dollars weaved into it. I'm yes. like, what the fuck? But like, how much on average is in each suit jacket then? I, I don't know how much is in each jacket. Like 20k a jacket? That's crazy. Could be. You know? Imagine him bumping into someone and he paid like 500 for the jacket. He's like, it's a $21,000 jacket. But you bump into him going. and you're just like, you're just like, why is he so crinkly? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? It, re- it really is amazing that he actually made a money jacket in multiple of them that he just, I, I, it, Presume you have war? to. It's immediately suspicious because you aren't going to hide money like that unless you're doing something illegal, right? And if he, yeah, had I mean, just... no normal, like I said, like that's why I was asking you, like, the context of where the money's, where am I finding this money? Because, like, it was like, un- like under the mattress, in a mattress, in a closet, yeah, yeah. you know, like in like a hiding spot sort of deal, like, you know, in a secret drawer, or whatever. It's yeah. like been custom stitched into the clothing. Yeah, which by the way, I need to know his tailor because good job, yeah, tailor man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whoever the tailor is needs to like promote themselves because that's good business. Yeah. Honestly, he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I killed that. He's like, I, I put fifty that, bands yeah, in a jacket and no one noticed. Fifty bands in a jacket. But he, he, yeah. So Some rappers had... got to use the Menendez stuff in a oh, bar. Absolutely. It was so yeah. good. It. I, I got money. Just like in a the really some... no Menendez, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I got so much money it's in my jacket, or like I just dropped fifty k on a jacket. Like you know, like I dropped like, a lot of money yeah, on a like jacket. That. Yeah, there's there's potential here. We'll, we'll we'll hear a bar in the next three months. Take it for that. free. It's all free right now. Go ahead. It's it's all free. Um, so I can All of it was in jackets, though. You're telling me like all four hundred but... whatever k was in jackets. Yeah, but Vasant, hear me out, okay? <laughs> okay. Because. Bob Menendez, and this is like a thing that you need to understand, he is Cuban. So that means that he's at risk of Cuba trying to do something to this sitting senator, or sorry, standing senator, where he might need to just flee out of nowhere. The senator of New Jersey, Bob, well, one of them, right? Bob yeah. Menendez. I, I don't know his past. Maybe he did defect from Cuba at some point, or his family did. I don't. I'm not going to speak on that part, but the well, idea 500K, that 500 K, but let's, let's just, let's start out with that concept, right? The idea that he's like, Oh, I might need to randomly like flee or something because Q, Q, the Cuban government's going to come to persecute me. The but dude he's is a Senator. A, he's a standing center. He has secret service. Like he can't just disappear. If he's that paranoid, he can definitely. And like you said, if he's got like some history from defecting or whatever, he can bring yeah. that up. And I'm sure he can get the yeah. extra protection. <laughs> like, Oh, absolutely. And then on top of that too, if you're just high, if you just have money because you're afraid of some sort of emergency, why isn't it in, I don't know, a safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like could you imagine they like they like they like have them at gunpoint they're like you need to give us like 250k yeah or something he just starts like, grabbing okay, give me a jackets. second and then he starts going in the closet like what the fuck are you doing he's just like, ripping jackets apart yeah just starts so what this means is this man is definitely wrapped up in something illegal something 
bribery or it's either just like really shitty very illegal lobbying something or it's even more illegal than lining your pockets with secret money (laughs) It it, ha- it has to be very illegal to justify doing that. Hiding like. the money means that the money's got to be from a place that it shouldn't that, be, right? That is dirty money, 100%. It's definitely dirty money. He needs Jason Bateman Ozarks type support. He needs someone and to go clean that bitch. The fact that the FBI raided him means that they had reason to believe that that money was dirty. And he like, was that's involved the other something. thing. Yeah. And he was involved in something. Could you imagine I, he's on the run? Like, he's grown a beard. Like, he's done typical on the run stuff. And he's like at like a gas station and he's like short. Like, he just starts like, he, you at the register just watch him. Like, you get scared because he's like fondling inside his jacket. And you think he's like, yeah, gonna pull out a weapon. It's like, and then just it. <laughs> never go band for band with Bob Menendez. You never know how much money in that jacket. <laughs> yeah. He pulls a knife out and you're just like, oh my god, I'm gonna yeah. call the police. And he's like, no, 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 no. And when, he just like when cuts go- open his sleeve and he pulls when out like a hundred dollars. When you're going band for band with Bob Menendez and he takes off his jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Me when I go band for band with Bob Menendez and he calls up the cleaners. <laughs> are my jackets ready do you, do you think do you think that he thought the dirty money was clean after he gave his suits to the dry cleaners? oh brother <laughs> i'm guy. sorry i'm sorry man i'm sorry there's so many jokes to... though like it's insane yeah. to me that like a man <laughs> a person could be like how do i make this dirty money look less dirty i know suits <laughs> what buy suits mattress, no. it honestly doesn't look as sketchy it's still I, sketchy because he's a senator but like Imagine if this really happened because he told someone, I have this dirty money, go buy some suits to get rid of it just to like fill up his wardrobe. <laughs> and then the guy went, oh, got it. And he thought he meant put it in the suits. <laughs> he had no idea. He gets some really bad financial advice. He's like, oh, my God. When they start opening it up, where'd that money come from? This is an incredible bit, though. The comedic oh my God, music, yeah. like we said, in hip hop, rap lyrics. The possibilities are endless with the Bob and suit jacket. Yeah, oh it's a great gosh. Halloween costume. Just be- <laughs> oh my gosh, yes, Bob a jacket with just- Monopoly money. Oh my god, yeah, that's a great one, actually. And if you go so to Bob I, for Halloween, I, I'm gonna be Krillin, so that's wide open for you too. The Krillin Bob Menendez hybrid costume yeah. <laughs> will be spoken of for generations. That's just, that's just bald Bob Menendez at that point, but that's Bob Menendez on the run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But this uh, is bad. It, it, like this is really bad. Oh, it's, it is bad. It's really bad. People voted for it, this. Like this goes. With, a lot of politicians have this thing, right? Like you vote for them to represent your interest, and then they just sell service themselves, right? They yeah, take 100%. money from yeah. lobbyists. They don't really represent the constituency. They don't like care about the people. They're just you, doing party line politics or whatever. But this guy, <laughs> you know, it's bad too when your own Democratic constituency. Like everything I saw, and I looked this up was like. Democratic Party says resign. John Fetterman says when they're all telling you resign. That's your own party is telling you to resign. Booker resign. You know, the last time I saw the Dems fully turn on a politician like that was probably Cuomo. You know, and that was because of sexual harassment, and that gives like exactly. So the the amount of like you have to pass a certain line for politicians to fully turn on you and go resign. Uh, it, like and not once from across the aisle because you know republicans call on biden to resign every day Re- democrats were calling on trump to resign every day nothing like that you know but 
to have it within your own party where they all agree that no, you need to step down, you really messed up. You have hit Bob George Santos levels. Like you are you are poison now. Yeah, and it, like I said, like there's a lot of bad things politicians do, but like in this case, like this is someone people voted for to represent them, and mm -hmm. he is just yeah. like taking money we don't know where from, but it's gotta be connected to something mysterious, or he's connected to something mysterious because of how he's hiding mm -hmm. it. You think Bob Menendez ever like puts his jacket in coat check or is he too paranoid? <laughs> <laughs> Sir, may I take your jacket? No, thank you. No. No, thank you. Who do you work for? <laughs> how did you know? That would be really funny if that's how he got caught. He accidentally wore one of his money suits out once and then just like he was walking down the street, the hundreds were just falling out. It's like, sir, it's like the a... whole Bill Gates fact about picking up a hundred dollars, but it's like it's literally not worth Bob Menendez's time because he can just go wear another jacket. What's what's the Bill Gates fact? Oh, it's like if Bill Gates drops a hundred dollars, it's like literally not worth his time to pick oh, it up because yeah, he makes it yeah. back because he like makes that much more in the second. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, but it. it's like Bob and Ed does. It's not worth picking up the money because he could just go put on a new jacket. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I love. I I I do love this. Uh, it is. This is incredible. something out of like a TV show. Yeah, it it is. Like, I made incredible. the Walter White joke. This is like I'm making crystal meth and I need to hide the money. He's Walter White if he was actually dumber than walter white which walter white was a brilliant chemist but also just a dumb guy kind of too. he was like a narcissist yeah which exactly really... yeah you very that's uh, dumb's wrong even he when walt hit his money with like clothes it was yeah. like like packaged clothes right so it was like in between the clothes or this motherfucker got a tailor oh my gosh do you do you think he did the thing where like walt was screaming in the crawl space <laughs> except in his suit skylar <laughs> he's like i don't know who skylar Where's Bob the money? Menendez. Cuba, where's the money? Then his wife, I gave it to George Santos. <laughs> starts laughing. Just starts screaming and laughing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Me going over to the Menendez's for dinner, walking in and seeing a jacket with money all strewn on the floor. <laughs> um, Playboy Cardi once said, money on the floor like some shoes. You might have to append that. There you go. Money on the floor. You asked me how much money is suspicious <laughs> to find at a house. Like I said, I think pretty like there's a pretty actually I'd say like almost any amount of money sewed into <laughs> a suit jacket is yeah, pretty even, even if there's five dollars in a suit jacket, you're like that's well a, a single bill. Like you could spin it like oh this is like the first twenty something. I made, and then this is the first suit I bought. I wanted to like yeah. you know. Like Mr. Krabs in the first dollar SpongeBob mm -hmm. episode or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you can, you can. There's but I see like there. if I see multiple bills in that suit, I'm like, what is this? The money suit? Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and even if I'm not suspicious about your like money, I just think you're crazy. <laughs> Absolutely, I agree. Um, that is wild. Oh man, well, maybe got one more nominee. <laughs> Guess. Yeah, can you believe we have another? <laughs> because. The Mike McDaniel nominee feels like an eon ago because it's just so like harmless compared to the, the oh, rhetoric, exactly, yeah. the money, the like the dirty buddy politician, but like Ma cranked up to 10 because of how he was hiding it. Money on the floor, just like some suits. <laughs> some um, suits. Last okay, nominee. Yeah, so our, our last one. Grabbing um, the hog. Grabbing the hog. This happened while we were like on our like little mini break because stuff was going on. But yeah, it's time that we, we talk. She about had it. to be included. <laughs> yeah, Lauren Bobert, Bobert, Congresswoman 
think she's been on here before. Colorado. Definitely talked about her on here Maybe. before. We've probably talked about her. There's been time. a topic of conversation because she sucks. I think we may have talked about her with the red, like when the red wave didn't happen, and about how she and like also we talked about how her seat. husband, ex-husband, was like oh, an awful person. We talk about her ex-husband at one point. Yeah, yeah, okay. So that's actually important context of story. Lauren Boebert came into Congress with a husband. Um, she's in her second. And she left with now, a hog. Let's <laughs> jump in a bit here. Her and her husband, who there was a whole story about him from the past that also was very disturbing. Um, Gross behavior. Yeah. I think they have, they had like four kids together and now they're divorced. Um, so Lauren's back in the dating world, um, which I wouldn't have known necessarily until this story came out. But she was at a production of Beetlejuice uh, as a play, off-Broadway play in Colorado. <laughs> so not a Broadway at all. Broadway, capital of the word, Denver. Yeah, Denver. And she was there on the state. And at first it came out that she'd been kicked out for, quote-unquote, I believe, disorderly behavior. And there were some questions about what happened. Did she drink too much? And she made a like ruckus to her alleged date make a problem then the cctv footage got leaked free and smoke, free smoke free smoke and what happened was we have a video of her being on a date with this man on the, i think still unnamed man and what we do know about him he's a bartender <laughs> and he's a democrat and the democrat thing clearly yeah. <laughs> come on <laughs> <laughs> and the Democrat part will be important later um, for her own explanation. It's important of the for comedic value. It's it not is, important yeah. in any other context. And for people that don't know, Lauren Boebert is not only Republican, but very Republican. So Incredibly that's Republican. Really Republican. So people just start wearing that. Um, and a lot I'm of sure, her I'm sure the older folks. Is about, a lot of her platform is about like family values and traditional values and things like this. And I was also going to say, I'm sure like some of the older folks in the Republican Party also like simp for her, but oh, 100%. You know. Yeah. Continue, um, continue, and also, continue. she'll she'll talk about how uh, public displays of the LGBT community are bad for children and the harmful. Drag, one of those drag doomers. Drag is harmful and things like that. So, and again, what parents want to expose their children to is their own choice. You know, like if they you don't, don't want, be... if they're, if they want to bring their kids to the pride parade, that's fine. If they don't want to, that's fine. And but sitting here acting like the people in the pride parade, the drag performers are like indoctrinating and trying to like yeah. fuck your yeah. kids and are pedophiles and molesters. Like you're, you're the very, weirdo. You're the weirdo. Very bad, very reductive, but to continue. Um, Bobert, she was on this date, and as a CCC, CCTV footage revealed, her date got a little grabby in the chest area with her, I'll say. Grabbed a boob. Thank you, Vasant. And <laughs> then she got a little bit handsy in the genital area. Grabbed the hog. Thank you, Vasant. <laughs> they were kicked out because of this behavior. She was also and... vaping. <laughs> that was part was of it. Was she vaping? A... Yeah, that's funny too. It's not, that one, okay. I don't. I mean, I will say, I, I, I will say this. Uh, just a quick aside. I don't care. Like, 
whatever whatever substance people want to partake in go for it just make sure you're not like you know you're being responsible you're not getting like a laced thing that's going to kill you whatever but like i get i personally get pretty annoyed when people vape indoors oh like yeah it's not yeah like smoking indoors is bad and worse because secondhand smoke yeah um you know it smells worse but like vaping indoors where it's not allowed is also annoying like i'm not going to be a narc about it but like it's just kind of just rude because like it, it yeah, still I, smells even I, if it I smells can, like bubble gum i can live with it in larger places like concerts and things like that well, where a there's a musical, lot of space. i'd be kind of annoyed you know? oh i'd be I, well i'd be annoyed too if you're watching and then vapors just getting in your view too you know and also like people have like asthma and stuff and yeah like, of course that's not cool <laughs> you know like, yeah also like uh beetle i'm assuming there's kids of beetlejuice Oh, 100%. You can take your kid to Beetlejuice. Yeah, that's not disrupting the family values, right? Is Beetlejuice drag, Lauren? (laughs) Nah, it's not, actually. It's just Michael Keaton. Um, but In his truest form. In his truest form. They're making a Beetlejuice, too, by the way, because nothing can ever be left sacred. Um, Beetlejuice. (laughs) Now, that is a name. That is a name. It is a name. (laughs) (laughs) So... But yeah, she was vaping. Um, but that's not that important. Like it's it, that's yeah. more of like an annoyance. Hey, please stop. Than the rest of what she was doing. Mm-hmm. So she was doing. They got kicked out for this behavior as they should have. Um, and you know, Lauren was ripping vape, grabbing hog, gets kicked out. Ripping vape they, and grabbing hog. Ripping vape and grabbing hog. Hell yeah! I Put think, that on a T-shirt I, with a picture. I think that of her. I think that's going to be part of the title of this episode. <laughs> that is the title: "Ripping Vape and Grabbing Hog." That is incredible. That is pretty good. Ripping hate. <laughs> Ripping vape and grabbing hog. I um, need a vintage tee with Lauren Boebert's face, and then it just says like it, it needs to go on the vape, T-shirts that go hard. Account ripping vape and grabbing <laughs> hog. So, Lauren went silent for a little bit about it, I think. And then TMZ caught up with her or paparazzi did and sold the video TMZ. And she had said that she learned that this person was a Democrat since then. So she, I think she was trying to imply that this was a setup by him to embarrass her, which is, I don't know. You're the one that grabbed the hog, ma'am. Respectfully, respectfully, you went ahead and grabbed the hog. Like, let's be real here. And then she had said that um, there would not be a second date between them, which also that means the first date involved ripping vapes and grabbing hogs at Beetlejuice. <laughs> which, like, which by the way, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Okay, sorry, you were quiet for a little bit, so I'll make sure. Um, You're good. Which, I just want to say to teenagers, they hook up in movie theaters, like, I, whatever, you know? Like, stuff like that happens in the real world. Yeah, and usually if you're getting, like, a little frisky in the movie theater, I feel like you try to, like, be subtle. Maybe, like, you're in the corner, out of the way. Slink down in the seat, maybe you're in the back row, something like that. Um, But either way... Those I want to point out some. Those are teenagers, right? And what do they lack? They lack impulse control for one thing, and they even like some people in like their they they lack their own house and apartment too. Yeah, that's that's part of it too. And also like even like 
some people who like in their maybe into their 20s or whatever doing that kind of stuff and like it's not great because it is like yeah you know you don't want to be like if you get caught it's really awkward it's a little it's yeah, weird yeah. whatever but yeah, like yeah. these are at the end of the day these are just regular people right yeah. and that's not to put politicians on a pedestal but you are a politician there's yes, a standard absolutely. that you are held to because you were elected because people trust you and believe mm-hmm. in you and think you represent the best of the community that voted for you or whatever yeah, yeah. she sucks but fine the voter she won majority of people like her and think she's a good representative so you represent yeah. people yeah but the the, the thing that i want to get at to you though is that when you are an adult you really don't have a reason an adult that has their own house a rich adult own, by the way too yeah if you have the wealth to even get a hotel room if you want you're like oh i don't want to have like a random man in the house with my kids okay you can get a hotel if you want to but also like, i say you, that to say if like, you, you've got the yeah. wealth to just leave the show like you don't care that you, you spend money on it just go yeah that's not that's not an excuse like i spent money on these tickets might as well fuck here no <laughs> but i'm just saying like you got money you got money in means so you could like leave you could go see the show yeah. another day you could wait and then like you said go to a hotel or something but yeah. exactly yeah there, there's plenty of options if you just have a little bit of self-control to just later do that and the vaping, right? I mean, self-control. That, just take a step yeah, outside. Step outside. It's just you just have to have a little bit of self-control here. And obviously, people do make mistakes. I understand, but it is the I'm only human card is so yeah. Unearned. It's just, it's it's just when it is from her, it's harder to forgive just because of who she is and what she puts out there and like what she She's stands. Not for, only a politician, you know, quote unquote, right? stands for. But someone who represents family values, someone who thinks that a community of people who are just expressing themselves and not trying to be not trying to diddle your kid or whatever. She puts that type of she, you know, she's co-ops that type of rhetoric towards that community, the LGBTQ plus community, drag queens, all of that. Yeah. Drag. Right. But it's like, okay, well, how are you protecting the kids by like getting your boob fondled? The guy Mm -hmm. is also complicit in this, but we don't know him. Of course. Um, Yeah. But like consider like, consider we're focusing more on Lauren because we know her, but consider this a shared nomination. He also shouldn't do that. Let's point yes. that out too. Yeah, to call the spade bar- a spade, he also shouldn't do that. And also, it's not seem like hypocritical from our previous conversation about how people perceive women yeah. versus men engaged. But the reason she's also getting the headlines is she's the literal politician who runs her mouth and yeah, acts yeah. like she's for family values and that gay people are destroying families and whatever. Exactly, yeah. And that's, that's why, why she, us, gets, she gets more scrutiny on this one than this random bartender guy who we guy. don't know. But we don't like, know who He sucks is. too. Like, yeah, there's kids here. Don't grab her boob. Don't grab his hog. Like the vaping, like I've mentioned it, like I said, in the grand scheme of things, it's an annoyance. You can step out and do it. They probably would have yeah. just been like, ma'am, can you please just go outside if you need to vape? Yeah. Don't do it in yeah. here. But not only did you like do something sexual around children who mm-hmm. are here to watch a you know a musical Broadway performance, whatever, you also were belligerent coming in. Apparently, she was very loud and causing a disturbance. They removed her and she was like doing the you know who I am, blah, 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 and being like that too. So then afterwards to be like, the only thing I'm guilty of is having fun, right? She initially was like trying to do like a soft denial, but then the footage came out and I was like, okay, well, not only were you vaping and being annoying, but you were literally just, you're fondling your part, your, you know, boyfriend, your date, whatever. And he was fondling you and you're doing this in a public venue around families. So the savior of American families clearly 
cares a lot about what children are exposed to when she is engaging in sexual acts around families and children. Exactly. It's ridiculous. You know, these yeah. the, 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 the LGBTQ plus community, the, you know, the drag performers, the pride parades, all of that stuff, the people in these communities or involved in these events, they aren't doing this stuff or they are very upfront about the raunchy nature of what they might be doing. So like, you know, if you bring your kid to something that's not for them, don't, you know, they're not old enough. That's on you as a parent. Right. So these people are not doing weird shit. They're not trying to like expose your kids to like this type of content. And if there is mature content that is made clear or you should know that, but you have stepped into a like sort of entertainment space, family friendly. We're just watching a performance and you have brought that type of stuff in front of people without their consent. But yeah. the gay people are the problem. They're the reason that families are being destroyed and like your kids are going to be indoctrinated. But it's not you and your boyfriend who are touching up on each other while a kid is trying to watch Beetlejuice two rows in front of you or whatever or next to you or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's just that's why it's so annoying, because it's it's like typical, like famous person scandal. That's like kind of gross and grind and like, oh, you're an asshole. You thought you were better than everyone. But it's more annoying because of who she is acts like she is and then to try and play the victim card of like i'm human i mean most humans know not to do this type of shit in public and once again the ones that do get admonished for it will get kicked out it's not as high it's not as visible and her thing was like oh back when i used to like get handsy in a movie theater there weren't phones and cameras and like you said teenagers you're young you're stupid you're a fucking politician yeah are you surprised you have a platform? That's literally what you exist to have. Like you need a platform without one. What are you? You're not even a politician. Yeah, absolutely. He sucks. <laughs> yeah. She deserves this. Yeah. So Vasant, with the last minute and a half we have on this call before we wrap up the episode after this, um, who we think our winner is. Before I do that, I just want to also ask you. Um, yeah. The guy being a Democrat. <laughs> yes. Well, I did that, say she she said that as a way to make it seem like it was a setup or something. Or she was trying to be like, oh, like that's like she tried to make it seem like that's what people were mad about. Like, oh, the Democrat thing. It's like, no, man, because yeah, isn't the takeaway I, you told me this, right? Isn't the takeaway from what she said that I could grab his hog if he was Republican? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> I mean, that's what it feels if, like. If it was a good old patriotic hog. <laughs> yeah you know we are like really tight on time so let's just yeah let's, let's just go to the next call and then we'll, we'll announce we'll the, winner, the winner and then we'll, and we'll close up. yeah there we go okay sounds good and i know you're in suspense after a long time the winner of the crying over spilled milk award is bob menendez Bobby, because <laughs> his is by far the most diabolical, <laughs> just wild stuff. It's the most absurd thing ever for a elected official to do. What Bobert did is also it's like it's like trashy and like she's a hypocrite yeah. and like an asshole. And Matt Walsh is a scumbag. But Matt, Matt, Matt Walsh's Walsh behavior is just that's... Matt Walsh behavior. Like it's in line for him. It's it, it is. I was gonna say it's a shame to say this, but it's not particularly surprising from him. And also, 
I will say in this argument particularly, he's not saying something that isn't part of a larger problematic narrative that's out there already. Yeah, I'm not going to attribute he, the sexism of is, like body counts to him. You know? he, he is not. He's like the, just the mouthpiece in this one specific thing that got the conversation going for us. But he's not the only. He is by far not the only person that does this. And yeah, and he like it's it, but. It's still awful. I will say that. Like, but the fact that this is my traditionalist yeah. thing. Matt Walsh has been this way, and he will continue exactly. to be this way. <laughs> he might not win this week, but don't worry, he'll, he'll be, be back. There. <laughs> he'll yeah. be back. Um, and Bober, like, what makes it like the act itself is just like trashy, right? And it's like I said, like, there's yeah. kids there, there's families there. You're being a nuisance. You like weird. You like try to act like you didn't do anything. You did. Then you mentioned him being a Democrat, which has nothing to do with the act itself being bad. And like, you're a politician. Of course, you're visible. You have a platform. People are going to notice you. Like, I get really annoyed when people, especially politicians, start lamenting the fact that they're like important or have attention. And it's like, why did you run for office? To make a difference? Sure. But also like you ran for office. You're a politician. You're visible. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But what makes her thing bad is just what truly awful is like just the hypocrisy, right? Of the like the family. Like, first of all, her rhetoric is bad. Like protecting course, you're yeah. protecting families by villainizing a group of people that are subject to hate crimes at a rate that's disproportionately high is bad. But to say that and then actually be someone who is like exposing people like exposing families, young kids to things that they probably shouldn't be seeing, or at least did not consent to see in that environment. Yeah. it's it's like it's not only funny it's like annoying but she's gonna ultimately get away with it it's not gonna hurt her in really any real way i don't think it has at least oh by the way i <laughs> i have a quote here from menendez on the situation because let's give him a chance to defend himself right yeah it is not lost on me how quickly <laughs> some are rushing to judge latino and push him out of his seat. Wait, I'm wait, not going need, anywhere. Can you read it again? Because I'm sorry, like the fact that this man was stuffing money in a jacket, yeah. not stuffing it, getting it tailor made, yeah. and then he opened it with "It is not lost on me, sir." <laughs> you have money jackets. You can't just open it when something is like the absurdity of the situation does not yeah. like you know like you. I'm sorry, you don't get to talk like that anymore. You just kind of be like, it the is, only thing I should be hearing from you is I admit it, Mavi. <laughs> it is not it is not lost on me it is not lost on me how quickly some are rushing to judge a latino and push him out of his seat i am not going anywhere there you go bob stand your ground buddy (laughs) stand your ground bob is awesome and the worst yeah yeah absolutely 100 percent. that's him winning this award yeah Bob, thank you for all this, and we wish you luck in all of your endeavors. <laughs> we'll see how this turns out for you, man. But it's he's truly an absurd man, isn't he? Really oh, is. 100%. He deserves it. Le- um, least least corrupt New Jerseyan. <laughs> <laughs> most normal New Jerseyan behaviors. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be great on the shore. They should get him on the shore. Oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, but before, as uh, so, I mean, that's pretty much it. We talked about a lot of stuff. But before we wrap up, um, I wanted to leave you with some words. I know Aiden usually leaves us with the ultimate sort of, you know, yeah, life yeah. But philosophy. Asaf, you go ahead. 
on September 19th of this year, Senator John Fetterman, I figure if I take up vaping and grabbing the hog during a live musical, they'll make me a folk hero. That might have been the last thing you heard or read before you die. I hope you're happy. Goodbye. Well, actually, it won't be the last thing they hear because stay cranky.